0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, we always start with a real estate update, kind of the same as the last couple of weeks, which is the market's good. It's strong. Uh, I think things are super price dependent. I am seeing like a lot of markets, not just this one, where the things that are priced while well, they're selling very quickly, usually in two weeks or less, the things that aren't they're sitting, but as soon as the price gets adjusted, then we're seeing those sell quickly as well. So really, if you are a seller, um, thinking about selling, I encourage you to reach out. The market is definitely in your favor, and we've got lots of protocols in place to keep you healthy, keep your home clean, all of those things that are always necessary, but now even more so with what we have going on. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about buying, there are some good options out there. If you've got real estate on the brain, I always invite you to reach out. You can find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go uh i'm excited for our guest today uh i always am excited for our guests but this one i think is so perfect for what we have going on right now we've got sherry gazette joining us with teen wise um to talk about all kinds of things joy parenting in um quarantine <laughs> it's it's different <laughs> very different so thank you for joining us sherry i appreciate you being here we've had you on the show before and um this just seems it's Things have shifted, and so to revisit this topic, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, some tips about what we can be doing. You know, now as we're kind of homeschooling, and that, you know, I realize we only have about three weeks left of that, hooray, Um, but, you know, now we're going to go into a summer as well that looks very different. Camps aren't going to be the same, summer jobs, all of that, so yeah, thank you for joining us.
1: I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having
0: me back. Yeah. Yeah absolutely so what can you tell us about parenting with everybody at home all the time
1: oh my goodness well first of all for those of you with the young ones it's a whole different ball game because you're having to kind of hold their hand a bit more and be there Mm -hmm. with them especially with the online schooling yeah those with tweens and teens it's a whole different ball game there's a little bit of hand holding but they really are in the time of their life where they're supposed to be pushing you away and individuating But here they are stuck with you like 24-7. It's absolutely against everything in their being to be with their mom and dad like all the time. So um, it's important that we remember that from their point of view (laughs) when they're getting cranky or when they're just down and not motivated to do schoolwork or they're not doing their chores. We have to realize that this is just not normal for them in any way, shape or form. Um, not for us either, but it's a little bit different.
0: Yeah. So the fact that I keep wanting to snuggle them all day long and like watch movies on the couch with them and that they they don't want to do that with me. Right. (laughs) You're telling me that's normal. That's normal. Yeah. And it's
1: like, it's interesting because it is so different than what they're wired for. You might see those times, even with your high schoolers where they do want loves and snuggles, maybe not physically, but they want you around. They want you to be there then other times they're just like, I don't want to see your face, you know, <laughs> it's like, you need to move away. And because normally they would be out to deal with the emotions they're going through, they would be hanging with their friends and they would be, you know, going to hang at the park or, you know, go to the movies, whatever. But now instead they're stuck looking at us like so many hours of the day. Yeah. yeah. It's my 16 my okay. year old said to me the other day, mom, you're always in my face and literally I'm not, but that's what it feels like for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's funny. Like you said, there's sometimes they're into it and sometimes they're not. My designated work from home space really has always been the kitchen counter at our Island, but you know, now especially. And so the kids, they kind of have to see me when they come to get food. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> and Some days they just come and get food and they leave another day. will kind of hang out. We have a little chat and You know, might be 30 seconds, might be five or 10 minutes. Um, But some days they're more up for engaging than others.
1: Yeah. And I think the bottom line is that that we as parents can't take it personally. You know, they're doing their job of pushing us away and being their own people. So Mm -hmm. while we're like, oh my gosh, we get our teens at home. We normally don't get to see them that much. And, you know, they're just not having it. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fine. So when they don't want to do crafts with me and go for walks, I should Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it personally.
1: But we've also, we have to be mindful that we as parents and them, we're all going through these crazy range of emotions. Mm-hmm. And for the teens whose amygdala, the emotional part of the brain is in hyperdrive, mm-hmm. like their emotions can vary widely, like in an hour, you know, <laughs> like we might be more like day to day as adults, but for them, it's like, the morning they wake up and things are great by noon, if they're up by then, you know, then things are like, you know, they're, they've gone to crap for some reason, and then they're happy again. It just, you know, it's just all over the place.
0: Yeah. So what are, and by the way, I wish I should mention you have Teen White Seattle. So you do coaching for parents. This is, and that's why you're here. So, if right. you are struggling with teens or really kids of any age, I mean, it's not just teens, right? Um, they can reach out to you because you help people with this. This is what you do.
1: Absolutely. And I don't normally offer a lot of parent strategy sessions, but right now, parents are really struggling. So, yeah. um, normally I'm like, come coach with me for three months. But right now, I am offering like one off sessions just to kind of come up with different parent strategies, or if you're having a really tough time with communication or not quite understanding the cycles your tweens and teens are going through, then you can contact me and we can just have an hour together and, and talk it out and come up with some really specific parenting strategies to get
0: through it. I think that's great. Um, and I think I have learned so much from other people as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember when our kids were babies, you know, you think like, the little fairy godmother kind of gets you with the wand on each shoulder, and a a you know how to tell if a baby's a boy or a girl. Which I still I I didn't get that one. You know when somebody else has a baby and they're all bundled up and you're supposed to be able to say, oh that's a sweet little boy or a girl when they're three months old. I never figured that. Yeah, out. Um, but also that you're just supposed to know how to parent, and mm-hmm. it's. It, ta- it takes a village. And for me, at least, a lot of outside input has been incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. So to have resources available and people that can give you ideas is it- great, you know, especially when you're in the thick of it. Um, you know, I know our boys sometimes are super quiet. I'm like, can't you just tell me how you feel? Tell me your emotions. Let's right. This. And they just look at me like I have three heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and also, you know, talking to other people and getting outside perspective really helps yeah. you because we kind of get it in our brains. It needs to be this way. We need to parent right. a certain way, or we hop on social media and you see the parents who have the ultimate schedule and their kids are following, you know, and, and if you're not like that, you start to feel inadequate as a parent. may right. so try to implement that in your house and it doesn't work, but you're like, this is gonna, we're gonna do this. And then you're at odds with your teens or your tweens. And you know, all of a sudden you're having communication issues and anger issues. So we just have to, you know, talk to somebody else. So we're like, okay, I can just relax a little bit. It's all okay.
0: Yeah. So what are some tips you can share with us, um, with right now? And what are some of the things that you're seeing with the kids when they're at home? I know ours, um, I won't say they're withdrawn, but they're definitely, you know, they're kind of in their rooms doing their homework. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they really come out and engage at night because that's when they can hop online with their video games with their friends. Um, Mm -hmm. That's their chance to then connect. Right. Yeah. Um, We have to
1: really be mindful that this is an unprecedented time mm -hmm. and we have to take some cues from our kids, whether they're little or, you know, teens, whatever age they are of Mm -hmm. what they need so our teens where they're normally supposed to be out hanging with friends and stuff their way to individuate is they're going to their room that's their space that's getting out of their parents way and just having their time so a lot of our tweens and teens are going to be in their rooms for long hours and um you know some people take it personally others like you can't do that you have to be out here in the main space But I think, you know, it's their way of getting away from us because normally they'd be in school for how many hours a day, right? Right. Or at their extracurriculars and they would be away from us. So their room is just their escape. We have to be mindful of that. And um, also figure out what it means for them to connect. Video games, it's a very popular topic right now, especially for, for boys. That's their way to connect. And while we see them sitting on a screen, sitting on the couch, we have to realize they are connecting with people and right. so you know we just need to be mindful of that not that they should be playing for eight hours a day but you know it's going to be more than normal because they need that connection and for our girls their connection is their phone you know they're doing a lot more um, social media but that's right. a way to connect a lot of texting a lot of FaceTime so we do have to be mindful. They need a little more screen time in their day because they, that's their connection. Just like we're on zoom all the time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. You were talking about the social media. I thought it was interesting and I was really happy to hear it. So our youngest, um, you know, they, ha- they both have Instagram accounts and he noticed us at least in the beginning or a couple weeks into it, um, you know, he was getting all of these alerts because he had it, you know, whenever people would post something, he would get an alert. And he was talking about, um, there was a group of people that were always like, they were basically getting together, I think, and hanging out and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, doing big group things. Um, and it was, it was, it didn't feel good. Right. Because mm-hmm. we're all sitting at home, <laughs> right. Doing our little self distancing, whatever it is. Um, and then there's these other people that are blatantly doing something else than, you know. I don't think we need to get into, is that the right or the wrong thing do. Mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to do them. Whatever works for you right now, fine. Um, but he was just noticing that that didn't make him feel good to get yeah. those notifications. So he actually went in and turned them all off so that, you know, if he wants to, he can go and check in and see what's going on, mm-hmm. but he's not constantly getting bombarded with outside things that, just weren't working for him and I right. thought that was great that he figured that out
1: yeah it's really good for social media when we're talking about like really young kids we are really young I meaning like 13 12 13 mm-hmm. when they're hopping on we definitely need to be there to guide them more but I always recommend the conversations and self-realization for them versus the parents saying this is awful you can't do this um because when we just look at it as a negative then they turn us off because they're like, well, there's positive to this too. My parents don't get it. So we have to make sure we, we weigh it and talk about the good and the bad and that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, What what else? We were talking about joy a little bit before we got started on the show. Yes, um, yes. Talk about joy because that, that's always a topic that feels good.
1: Yeah, it's my favorite topic. Um, I talk a lot about how important it is for parents to create space for joy in their homes. Mm -hmm. And um, normally, you know, when we're in school, I talk a lot about how we allow busyness, you know, like this badge of honor of being busy and stressed out, we allow that to displace joy in our lives. And we as parents are the ones who are the heart of the home and we're creating the feel for the home And right now, more than ever, we have to create space for joy. And so we're role models. If we're going around complaining about sheltering in place and we're complaining about the things we don't have and we can't do, then our kids, that's filtering down to them and entering into their heart and their soul. So we have to make sure that joy is in our home. And no matter what your situation, no matter what you're going through, for us right now, shelter in place, right? there's people who are grieving people who are incarcerated domestic abuse all these situations we always can find slivers of joy here and there and i think it's very important that right now even if you're in your household it's not so um, calm right now if maybe it's financial issues whatever it may be that you are creating space for joy and the way i like to think of it is that it's you can have joy so can So C is you create the space for it and the time for it. That means not being busy all the time. Um, A means you allow it. So if your kids are doing online schooling and you catch them laughing and goofing around, don't just immediately swoop in and say, no, it's school time. You need to get it together. Um, Mm -hmm. Allow that to happen. And then the N is to notice it. Like notice the little things that bring you joy. Like if you're wearing fuzzy slippers, you know, oh my gosh, I love my slippers. They're so cute. I get to wear them more than I normally do, you know, things like that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's important because your kids are watching you and seeing whether or not you're
0: having joy in the household or not. That, that I needed to hear that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing a pretty good job at that, but I think we can always do a little
1: bit better. Right. And I think that the big thing is when I talk to clients and, and parents about joy like what have you done in your life lately for joy they think really big things so like Disneyland or I need to do more hikes or you know start thinking big but really it's the small tiny things like saying good morning you know when you normally don't get to see your kids in the morning or making a you know cup of tea for somebody it it doesn't have to be these big long things it can literally be 30 seconds but it's that moment to just allow your heart and your soul to soak in a moment that Just
0: brings you contentment and happiness. Yes, (laughs) I'm laughing because you're talking about saying good morning. So I have a little good morning song that I sing to the kids. I'm not doing it on the radio, but I sing good morning to the kids every morning. Oh come
1: on, Nicole! I've been waiting all (laughs) for this entire episode. I think. All
0: right, we'll let you do it off I'm dying to hear. Me too. See right? (laughs) We'll let her pass. She's blushing. So we. I know. It brings me immense joy to, to sing good morning to them. I think it Aww. brings them zero joy. <laughs> right. It just makes them hide under their covers more. Aww, yeah. yeah.
1: They probably make fun of you and laugh at they you. Do. But, but they'll you remember to- it, right? They'll remember they that, do. though. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> they will. Yeah. And I think um, as parents, it's okay Like when we do these silly, cheesy little things. If you're... Mm-hmm. Your kids are eye rolling and like, oh my gosh, stop! They're they're soaking it in. They are soaking it in. I think so. That's what I tell myself anyway. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, and you're right. There's so many little things. I, you know, you mentioned slippers. I have fuzzy socks. They make me incredibly happy to wear my fuzzy socks every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now, you know, we just have to dress from the the waist up. I mean, I do have totally. pants on,
1: but. You know. <laughs> I don't have shoes on and I'm like, you know, I just need to worry, does this
0: all come together? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I know one of my favorite clothing stores, uh, Villalago, downtown Kirkland, that's a part of our whole marketing campaign. It's like how to rock your Zoom meeting, right? So it's all, right. all stars and, you know. <laughs> that's so smart. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, and you're right. There's so many, and that's, I think, been one of the, the gifts of this whole thing is taking pleasure in the smaller things, right? Mm-hmm sitting at the dinner table together, you know, I love when they kind of wander in and out and get their snacks during the day. And right. You know, even if all they say is hello, that makes me happy to mm-hmm. um, be able to, you know, to see them. And uh, you know, even we were talking about this before the show as well, we've done, we've got a couple sets of friends that we've been doing lots of like backyard kind of sit around the fire pit, you know, maybe have a glass of wine um, and catch up, you know, a couple times a week. And that's just been really Nice. And one of my girlfriends commented on that. She goes, I love that. It's just about the joy of being together. Right. right. You know, maybe you have a glass of wine or water, but it's not like the dinner party. And right. did you make the right dish? Was it, you know, complicated enough? Did you pair the right wine with the, you know, all of that stuff? Like, we're just really happy to sit outside and hang out with somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And I've noticed um, we've been doing more walks in our neighborhood mm-hmm. and it's like a throwback to the 1940s or something. People are out in their yards. The kids yeah. are playing. People are taking family walks. Um, you know, it used to be you'd walk through our neighborhood and it was really quiet. Yeah. And our houses are kind of spaced out. But now you walk through and you hear laughter and you hear, you know, people bouncing the basketball around. And it, it, we didn't see that before. People are really taking the time to connect and to just hang out and do the stuff that's not so scheduled.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, I know, I feel like we've explored our neighborhood. I've been on so many streets walking in mm-hmm. the last couple months than I ever have before. And it was really sweet. We were walking as a family the other day and we walked by a house and there was a guy who was trying to move a stackable washer and dryer into his house by himself. And oh my gosh, kind of awkward, right? <laughs> So Gary, my husband's like, Hey, do you need some help with that? Sure. So he helps them. They move it all in. And it you know, that's just, it seems so simple, but that was just such a nice moment, right? We were walking, we we're exploring the neighborhood. You see an opportunity to help somebody and you do, and then you just go on with your day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the stuff when we're all racing around, that doesn't happen. Yeah.
1: Like you might've in the, should we call it the real world before all yeah. of this, you know, you might've driven by and seen that, but you would be like, Oh, we're too busy. We can't stop to help exactly even if you wanted to like no i got to get to the the baseball yeah. game or you know something totally. else we're
0: already late we got to go
1: yeah so that that is like a joy that i think people are finding right now um amidst all of the other emotions that are going on cuz there's a lot of them like we're grieving right now as a society mm-hmm. the society we used to have but we're also like shedding some stuff that we're like we don't need all that like we don't need to go shopping all the time or we don't need to have everything scheduled we can just
0: be a little bit more. Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, in fact, uh, we were talking, my husband and I were talking about that this morning because we just yesterday got the emails for the first round of baseball tournaments at the end of this month. And it's like, Oh, here we go. We're back to divide and conquer. Right. And off we go again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he brought it up. He's like, okay, but what parts do we want to hang on to? How are we going to take, you know, some of these joy moments and you know, this time with our kids and what out of this, not what matters, what do we want to, how do we want to recreate this Mm -hmm. and what's, what are we willing to hold on to going forward? Yeah. I
1: think it's a a very important time for families to really stop and reprioritize before things start to open back up because, you know, there's going to be this natural wanting to go back to how we were. Right. Well, we don't have to, like, you can make a decision as a parent. I'm not going to allow this, all this other stuff to come in again. Um, you know, be more selective. So for you guys, it's baseball, you know, but yeah. what about all the other stuff that fills your time? Maybe some of that goes by the wayside or, or maybe you're a person who, um, you know, makes dinners every single night. And maybe you're like, you know, two nights a week, we're not going to do that. So we just have more time to hang out right you know, yeah it is like for your family to really stop and reflect and and have a family meeting about it before you go back to school in August or September like what are the things that we enjoy about right now what brings us joy and what are we gonna like not bring back into our lives
0: yeah I like that I like um, like you said a family meeting like including the kids in that you know my husband and I have talked about it certainly but asking the kids you know I'm interested to hear what they have to say. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, to see what they like about this time. And sometimes, you know, it takes asking them for them to stop and reflect on it because, you know, our teens are are a little bit moody about this fact that they don't get to go hang out with their friends or go do their normal activities. But there's, if you ask them, there's probably things they do enjoy about it. Like one of the things you mentioned, the social media issue, um, and there's the fear of missing out when you're looking at social media. For sure. But for some kids, they're looking at that and they're like, oh, they're gathering. But you know what? They really shouldn't be gathering. I don't feel left out at all. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. And because there's not so many gatherings in the social arena, at least there's less pressure to be with somebody all the time, to have the perfect Instagram pictures and you know show that you're a social person and have friends. There's a lot of release in that um Mm -hmm. so you know maybe social media is something that our kids reprioritize as well yeah i'm very
0: curious to see how this all plays out Mm -hmm. for sure and um you know they've certainly been doing lots of video games but uh i think they're just they're going to be just as happy to go back to it as well Mm -hmm. yeah you know our kids are starting to get some practices in, and they're really enjoying that time with their friends. Yeah, well,
1: this is going to be the first time in a long time where the kids are super excited to go back to school in the fall. Assuming they get to go back, it's <laughs> going to be instead of "I have to go to school," it's going to be more like "I can go to school." So it's going to open a whole new world in in that arena because they have been like not allowed to do
0: this, and now all of a sudden it's going to be added back. I, yeah, I'm fascinated by that too, right? You know, as parents were always like, education's a privilege. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if they're going to view the whole education part as a privilege, <laughs> but certainly the contact part of it will be a privilege. Yeah,
1: friends. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get it.
0: Um, but, you yeah, know, but it, it will be interesting. Like our kids have commented, they are not loving the online learning experience. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting enough out of it to get by, but. Um, our youngest has commented several times that he just does not learn that way. Mm-hmm. You know, hes it's just so much easier for him when he can go and see a physical person and, you know, there's movement going on and he can, he just learns better that way. So mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see how that plays out in the fall in terms of how they view and interact with that educational experience. Now having had this yeah. whole online experience.
1: Well, and it's interesting, Nicole, because there's other kids who are like, I love this online learning. Yeah. I mean every kid is different and that's right we have to really realize other kids are like they're on it they get their stuff on monday and they've got it scheduled out they can't wait to dive in and other kids wednesday maybe they've looked at the emails you know, like, that's our house. Oh, yeah i know <laughs> so um, i mean, just every kid is different so this is a time for us as parents because our kids are at home to really get to learn a little bit more about them as far as their personality mm-hmm. organized or not where do they need some guidance and how social are they and take those cues from them. So, so we really get the opportunity to know our kids on a different level because we're around them a lot more.
0: Yeah, we are. And that's really good. Um, that's a good reminder and good insight. Like we're getting to see, you know, cause we always wonder what happens with our kids once they go out the door to school, right? And, right? We're like, who knows, <laughs> Right. we're kind of getting that look behind the curtain. Um, that gives us opportunity for more discussion, but is allowing us to really see how we can help and advocate for our kids more and, you know, just be better for them. Mm -hmm. Most definitely.
1: Yeah. There's so much going on right now. And I, I think that our kids have a lot of wisdom and they know themselves better than anybody else. If we can just tap into that, it's a big time for personal growth. And going into the next year, like having some new data points and some new information about our kids of how we can support them, what brings them joy, and to allow that joy to happen instead of fighting the system, so to speak. Like like with the video games, there's some parents who are like, you know, I know it brings them joy, but I'm not going to let them play video games at all or I give them two hours a week. Or, you know, I, I get it. But at the same time, you know, we need to let them have the joy that they can find yeah. and we need to make sure they're doing other things other than just video games. But I think that we do need to just, you know, cut them a little slack and, and let them get joy where they can find it.
0: That's such a good message. I so appreciate that. You, you've shared so much great information with us today. Thank you, Sherry. Sure. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we've had Sherry Gazit on the show today. Uh, you run Teenwise. And you do, and people can find you at teenwise.com. Is that correct? Teenwiseseattle.com. Seattle.com. Yeah.
1: And then I also, I have a webinar on Thursday night coming up that's free, and it's all mm-hmm. about creating space for joy in your teen's life. and okay. Actually, child's life. I'm doing, you know, kind of goes for all ages. Uh-huh. And um, so people can register with the tinyurl.com slash 2020joy. And we're going to talk about more specifics on how to allow for joy Joy to be the priority in your household. So, Because when you prioritize joy, what you're actually doing is fostering motivation and success. And a lot of people think the success comes first and then joy and happiness are later. But um, you can have a 2.5 GPA and be super successful if you find the joy and excitement in life. So we just need to remember where our priorities are. The mental health is first and academics next. And um, it can really make a big difference in your household if you take that shift on and um, embrace it.